0: sudden I thought oh man I'm about to get into a fist fight with this guy right because there's like very few people around it's after school and because he says it both y'all are a bunch of n-words uh-huh. all of a sudden kids I didn't even know were like coming out of every which one, like... <laughs> we had a, a security guard uh, Willie we called him chilly Willie uh-huh. he come hey man what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> chilly Willie was about to pop off on this kid man and Skylar was just, like, shaking in his boots, like, oh, fuck, I didn't, uh, you know, and we're just like, all right, man, get the fuck out of
1: yeah, here. Yeah, learn not to use that, man. Right? Uh, but, uh, so I'm Jules. And I'm Jason. And we, we doing, doing filmographies. We're doing the 11th
0: Billy yeah, Crudup movie. Yeah,
1: I know that we really talk a big game about doing 10 we are liars.
0: We're full of shit. We're full of shit. We don't know anything.
1: Jules wants to tell you that we didn't want to leave on a bad note after doing Waking the Dead, mm-hmm. so we're going
0: to do three more.
1: It's all about podcast releases, guys. We decided to release a few episodes to try to get people to like it. Yep. Not going so well so far. Yeah, So we need to do three more Billy Crudups to line it up with Halloween so we can have a spooky month.
0: Yeah, which should be fun.
1: We're still trying to figure out if we're doing five or we're doing ten. Right. I got a real boner for some horror movies. I'm excited about it.
0: Let's just do 31.
1: 31. One every oh, day. That's going to be hard. An
0: episode every day of the month.
1: So watching an episode, watching a horror movie and then recording an episode about it
0: and then editing it. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll just drive around and talk about it. Facebook Live.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm in. So no. we're doing uh, Almost Famous.
0: Yeah, which is probably one of Billy Crudup's best-known movies. I would say so. I actually thought he was going to be in it far less. I thought he was just going to be one of many um, characters. But uh, he's in it quite a he's bit. He's kind of the, the guy. Originally, it was supposed to be Brad Pitt.
1: Man, dude, fucking Brad Pitt was hanging out with Cameron and Crow for... Four months, yeah, and then he's trying like, to
0: get on the line for I it. don't understand what this is,
1: <laughs> yeah, he couldn't uh I guess the the big thing was they did the conversation with the mom that Russell has where he oh, talks to her, yeah, and Cameron Crow was laughing hysterically to Brad Pitt's like reading of the lines,, mm-hmm. and Brad Pitt was like, I don't understand why this is funny, <laughs> like he just oh, did he didn't get it, man.
0: I can see that he read with
1: Patrick Fusion he would have
0: been terrible in this movie, you think so, I think so,
1: man, I think fucking crude up is a goddamn champion in this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they a, almost did christian bale right they almost did russell crowe yeah man that shit's fucking crazy and
0: i was looking well so one of the factoids is apparently he billy was actually on the other end of the phone conversation when they were filming with francis mcdormand mm-hmm. yeah so she's really ripping into him um and they
1: know each other Oh, do they? McDormand and uh, Crudup like, had just done the Oedipus play, where they were like uh, son and mother.
0: Oh, oh, interesting.
1: Right. I think that uh, Cameron Crowe said that the there was a little bit of sexual tension between them
0: <laughs> during that phone conversation. They're
1: mm-hmm. like, well, you know, I mean, we just did this play. for,
0: And I, I know we don't normally do this, but I was all about Francis McDormand in this movie, boy
1: you think she's hot yeah i love her in this movie um especially like sure in the the, the red dress car
0: earlier where she's like you can do all these extra things with these extra years you know travel and she's doing like facial stuff i was like god bless you no i'm down she looks great so i i um i did see the laundry list of women that were um up for the role of penny lane so much Some of these, this list is a collection of it, but I don't even think this includes all of them.
1: But Sarah Pauly was the the number one person that was going to be in it. Brad Pitt, Sarah Pauly. mm -hmm.
0: She backed out to do her own movie.
1: I think so. She was getting panicked. She was going to be pigeonholed. Mm -hmm. I I guess Cameron Crowe never found it directly from her, like why, but that Mm -hmm. was the, the vibe he was getting.
0: Yeah, so it was Christina Applegate, Selma Blair, Saffron Burroughs, Jennifer Connelly. I bet you Billy was uh, uh, lobbying for that. Penelope Cruz, again. Another Billy.
1: That's a terrible choice.
0: It would have been awful. Awful? Yeah. Cameron Diaz, that probably would have worked.
1: Yeah, I'd be done with that.
0: Uh, Eliza Dushku, she just, some of these people just feel like they were way too young. I mean, well, the Cam- character's Cameron 16, Diaz right? would
1: be too old, I think. Probably. Because Penny Lane's supposed to be like 16. 16,
0: yeah. Uh, Charlotte Gainsbourg. Jenny Garth. Yeah. That would have been weird. Natasha Henstridge. like
1: <laughs> fresh off species.
0: Mila Jovovich, that could have worked. Jordan Ladd, I don't know her. Kelly McDonald. Uh, Thandaway Newton, yeah. Thandy back then. Um, Thandiwi? I don't know. I don't know. Gwyneth Paltrow, that would <clears> have <throat> been awful. Franco Potente, that would have been awful. Laura Preppen, Winona Ryder, Tori Spelling, Liv Wooden Block. Tyler, Rachel Weiss, uh Peter Wilson, and, and oddly enough, Catherine Zeta Jones. Catherine
1: Zeta Jones, interesting. Also, Chloe Sevigny. Yes, Selma Blair. I got that one. Oh, her. did you? Julie Jesus. Bowen. Julie.
0: He wanted oh, Julie Bowen for really?
1: Modern Family, and she said no.
0: Um, and also,
1: did you say Claire Danes?
0: Isn't Julie Bowen in uh, Inventing the Abbots? The girl at the party.
1: Oh shoot! Am I getting them mixed up again? Is that Julie Bowen. Man, who is the lady from Modern Family? Because I think I had the exact same thing. Is it Rita from Dexter? That's who Julie Bowen is.
0: Uh, let me see here. Oh, Kier- you're right. I'm wrong.
1: Okay. Did yeah, you
0: yeah, say- yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I'm wrong. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That- Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci. Yeah, I mean, it's like Kirsten Dunst would have been. Most of these people would have been awful. You don't think Dunst would have been good? I don't. Well, Dunst is
1: kind of a powerhouse now.
0: Maybe when was this? Two
1: thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. Two thousand on the dot. Maybe. She um she eventually does Elizabethtown Right. For Cameron. Crowe. Yeah,
0: yeah. With uh, Orlando
1: Bloom. Orlando Bloom it's supposed to be awful.
0: That's what I hear.
1: I think this is the last good movie Cameron Crowe might have made, dude.
0: That's quite possible. Did he do Jerry Maguire?
1: Yeah, th- that was his movie right before that. I this, never. This saw is that. his. Uh, That afforded him the blank check that Mm. got almost famous made.
0: Yeah, they said normally a movie spends about a million bucks on the soundtrack. The three point five. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. It's amazing. It's a solid block of music. He got.
1: He got. I mean, I think he really achieved his vision with this.
0: I think in one of the um, trivia, it says he uh, approached Steven Spielberg with the script. Stephen read it in, like, it was like a 178-page script. Mm-hmm. He read it in, like, a weekend, and he called him back, and he said, film every ounce of this script.
1: And we're going to get you John Toll yeah, to be your director of cinematography? Is that mm-hmm. the person who, yeah.
0: Who knows? Let me tell you,
1: I've also been boning up on my trivia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, a lot of the trivia is just, you know, whatever. I like on it. On IMDb. Yeah. But uh, some of it, like, covers multiple... It's just user entries, and it's like, well, they already discussed that. Natalie Portman was
1: involved with this at some point, too. Oh. But I don't know if she was supposed to be Penny Lane or if she was supposed to be the sister. Kate Hudson was originally cast as the sister. Oh. And then when Polly dropped out, they moved her over to Penny Lane. Now,
0: did you watch the um, bootleg?
1: Yeah. Okay, because So I I watched the two-hour and 41-minute version.
0: There was a scene cut that had William Opather as a bartender in it. Oh. who was big dick from uh the running without with, limits yeah.
1: <laughs> running without limits
0: <laughs> and the uh, Kyle gas was in um yeah i watched that whole sequence sequence from the yeah the- which is
1: something that like um patrick fugit was like it was really funny it was really good and like i could see why the scene is there cuz it built up a little tension between crudup and um jason lee where mm, they fight a little bit yeah But it's a pretty obnoxious and lame sequence where Kyle Gass is like, got his eyes closed. He's smoking a joint and he's talking real slow. I'm here with Stillwater. And then he falls Mm, asleep. Doing his comedy. And they start swearing and uh, getting down to the nitty gritty. Yeah. And then he wakes up.
0: Well, so also, John Favreau and Jack Black both auditioned for the role of Lester Bangs. Oh, really? Yeah. Man. I'm. As soon as I heard the Hoffman voice in the beginning he's
1: so fucking good dude I was like yes he's he's doing a thing yeah. in this movie like he is channeling Lester Bangs they said that he was listening to like Lester Bangs interviews yeah in between takes oh and he got real irritated with Cameron Crowe because he would always play music before the take mm. to get people in the mood and he's like what makes you think that the music you're playing is better than the music in my head like they, uh, It sounds like Philip Seymour Hoffman's like a little bit of a dick, but he's a master, dude.
0: I would allow that. He reminds me of the character from Heart 8 at the crap table.
1: Oh, sure. The asshole? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just like evolved.
1: Yeah. He's uh, so fucking good in this. I love it. He's got the flu during this, I think. Is that's what they, what they, they said. Too. He
0: only had a couple of days to shoot. Yeah. And he was fucked up. Um, but boy, because, man, it's like a real genuine character
1: yeah everybody is fully formed in this movie
0: this movie i was like not like i don't want to watch this going in yeah um but at the same time i kind of just felt like i I knew what it was gonna be sure and to some extent there was a little bit of that but man it's a really good movie
1: it's fantastic this is one of my favorite movies it's
0: it's a movie you don't see a movie like this not the kind of movie but just the wall to wall actors oh, yeah everybody every you know like jimmy fallon fucking the australian dude who plays their manager noah
1: taylor who well, i like a lot apparently who's... they
0: said he stayed in character
1: yeah during all the tags yeah and at one point was like refusing to do something camera crow was being obnoxious oh, they about were, something. they
0: were doing um some scene numerous amounts of time and eventually he was like i'm done yeah uh, and then I guess when they were doing the tiny dance it may have been the tiny dancer scene.
1: It could be. They spent two days on that.
0: Well, cause they said that they had to lower the main actor's vocals cause he was so terrible. Patrick Fugit. That it was yeah. like distracting. Yeah. <laughs> eh. Man. It's a fine scene. I don't know. It's not like, oh, I think it's no, it, it works. Yeah. You know, it, it's a way to not talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah. But to forgive and to apologize through camaraderie.
1: So, you've never seen this movie. Did you never have any interest in it?
0: No, I think it's one of those movies, like, I wasn't interested in it. There wasn't one scene that I'm pretty sure I had. I think I may have seen the LSD scene.
1: Sure. The I'm a Golden Gun.
0: Yeah. And something, you know, because it's one of those movies, right? It's like you see small snippets of it. It's seminal. It's like, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I just wasn't, I think I don't like Cameron Crow, Cameron Crow, that much.
1: Yeah, I don't think, I
0: thought that I
1: loved him because I love this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't feel that way about any of his other films at all.
0: Because there's a line where Billy Crudup, they're like, hey, aren't you this guy? And he's like, only on my best days or something. Yeah. Apparently that, when Cameron Crow was, with John Cusack at a bar. Oh. A woman comes up and she's like, hey, aren't you Lloyd Dobler? And Cusack just goes, yeah, my best days. So Cameron Crowe put that in the movie.
1: Cameron Crowe's very, a very interesting guy. So I will say that, okay, so I saw Jesus' Son in 99 mm-hmm. in the theater. I think I must have seen Waking the Dead after that. Because, I mean, I rented this on I didn't see this in the theater either. Did you
0: see Waking Dead in the theater? No,
1: I, I okay. saw it like right when it came out on video. Okay. I didn't realize I fucking loved crude up this much, man. One, two, three movies in a row. I loved them all. Yeah. Now I hate walking waking the dead now, but um yeah. I think it makes sense now that he's like solidified in my head as like one of my favorite actors. Mm-hmm. And boy, this fucking movie did a number on me watching it again, Because I think he's the fucking he's the greatest.
0: He's one of those guys. There were there were a lot of guys like this back then who were legitimately in it. For the opportunity to like play a role, yeah, I mean he's a pretty good looking guy.
1: He is. Oh, this is one of my favorite things in this movie is like looking at the rest of the cast and then looking at um, Billy Crudup and be like, oh, they're all fucking dog shit compared to Billy <laughs> Crudup. Everybody in the van
0: in the band is like just garbage. Compared they to even him. say it at one point. I think there was a line <laughs> where Jason Lee is like, "I'm the you they get when they can't get you."
1: Yeah, you
0: know, so.
1: We gotta do the synopsis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, I'm firing it up. My phone's charged. Unlike in the last oh. episode, way out of sequence with everything else. Set in 1973, Almost Famous chronicles the funny and often poignant coming of age of 15-year-old William, an unabashed music fan who is inspired by the seminal bands of the time. When his love of music lands him an assignment from Rolling Stone magazine to interview the up-and-coming band Stillwater... Fronted by lead guitar Russell Hammond and lead singer Jeff Bebe William, embarks on an eye. Jeff Beebe, William embarks on an eye-opening journey. There was no comma there. Yeah. With the band's tour, despite the objections of his protective mother, mm-hmm. this movie did not do well at the box office. It was destroyed by the re-release of The Exorcist.
0: Oh, so I I get these people like James Cameron. James Cameron. Cameron no, Crow. Cameron Crow. There you go, these guys confused a lot. He did better off, Dad, no. right? No, no. Wasn't he a part of that? No. Oh, say anything. Sorry. Yes. What else did he do? Did you like Breakfast Club?
1: He wrote Fast Times
0: at Ridgemont High, right?
1: Based on him actually going undercover as a high school student when he was like twenty-two. Oh, geez. he did that for like a year.
0: Okay. He, he- went undercover just to write that movie.
1: Well, it was a book. Oh. And then it became the movie that Amy Heckerling. Was he an, did. just
0: like an author or a journalist before? I mean obviously to some extent, but He he was this movie, kid. Did, He's William. I know, I know he that, went on but, tour with the Allman but, Brothers. Sure, but like the movie I guess it doesn't necessarily allude to what then this boy becomes. Right. So I know he was with the Allman Brothers and, and, and whatnot.
1: Yeah, he was with everybody. Peter
0: man. Frampton.
1: Him and Frampton are buddies. Yeah, he was. He's in the movie. He wrote the songs, the songs for his, right. Yeah,
0: but it what it just I I don't know his background, so I'm like, did, did he continue to do that, and then I th- well I mean expose journalism or I think that the so okay so I think
1: he like at 15 right around there he's going around and interviewing these bands he Hill. goes on these tours and then when he did the undercover thing for high school. I imagine he was still affiliated with Rolling Stone. I don't really know for sure. Mm-hmm. But from there to doing the script for the movie, I, th- I believe he wrote the script for Fast Times after writing the book. Okay. He also penned another movie about, like, people fresh out of high school living in an apartment together. I think it's called The Wildlife. That's what it is. Okay. its it has got Eric Stoltz in it. Oh. And that didn't do anything. But I think he's writing scripts at this point. hmm and he eventually gets "Say Anything" ready, and I think other people they were trying to have him, have other people direct it. Okay, but he was like, "No, me," and that's that. That's how he became camera crow, the the filmmaker.
0: Okay, I think I get him confused with like John Hughes. I mean, it's
1: the same ballpark, right? right. Like "Say Anything" has that feeling to it, right? But it's was it "Say Anything" is his first directorial, that's his debut. Okay, and then after that, I think it's singles, Jerry Maguire, then almost famous. Probably Vanilla Sky after that. Yeah. Or no, maybe, yeah, Vanilla Sky, then Elizabethtown. Uh Uh-huh. Eventually, we bought a zoo. I don't know. Oh, God. He did He did We Bought a Zoo. He did that Aloha movie. He did that terrible Showtime show, Roadies. I don't know if you ever saw that. It's like the bastardized, horrible version of Almost Famous, but it's the Roadies.
0: Sure. So, the movie starts with Francis McDermott and Young, what's his name? William. William. Coming out of um, to to kill a mockingbird, uh, so the mom's a professor, I believe. Yeah. Cameron Crowe's character is young, but he's actually even younger than he thinks he is.
1: It's by two years, right?
0: It is. So um,
1: he thinks he's thirteen. She reveals to him that he's eleven. Yeah. After some goading by Zoe, Zoe National, his Who's
0: sister. terrible in this movie? Oh, I think she's fine. Terrible. Oh, really? Why? Later in the movie, when she's a stewardess. I don't know, man. She's just talking really loud. Oh, man. Maybe you just don't like her. I thought she did great. Well, yeah. What are you doing here? It's like, dude, he's all fucked up. <laughs> I don't know, but Chill the fuck out. Eh. Anyways, um, so she's like, I want to listen to rock and roll and, you know, be a hippie. And the mom's like, no.
1: No, Simon and Garfunkel, they're on pot.
0: Look at their eyes. And then eventually she's like, fuck you, which I thought was funny. Yeah. Because I was like, what did she say?
1: Can't swear in that house, I guess. And
0: then I'm like, is she like, this is California, right? They're in the Midwest.
1: So Sister Storm's out of the house. She's like, I'm moving away.
0: Yeah, I'm leaving with uh, James Marsden. It's not James Marsden. Is it? (laughs) No, it's some other
1: guy. In the extended cut, there's another scene that's pretty good
0: later. I'll mention it. Stairway to Heaven that's not in it.
1: Oh, is that? Originally. I heard there's a scene that you're supposed to play your own copy of it, to that. Yeah,
0: there's a watermark. That you're supposed to use as the sign to turn on. Oh, the song. I
1: didn't even notice that.
0: Yeah, because they gave him rights to I think three or four of their songs, but not Stairway.
1: That's weird. They're like, no. Yeah, they don't. They don't let that one out.
0: They don't, except for rock, uh, Guitar Hero. <clears throat> so uh, she leaves, and she leaves him a bag full of records that he's supposed to listen to Tommy while
1: lighting a candle,
0: in' it it'll show him
1: his future. Yeah, and she says, someday you will be cool. Mm-hmm. Which is a lie. Very much so. Nah, he's pretty cool, though. Well, um, and, yeah,
0: Philip Seymour Hoffman even says, we're not cool guys.
1: I really liked that scene. I've met you. You're not cool. Yeah, We're goes, not cool. Oh,
0: thank you for picking up tonight. He's like, I'm not cool. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, so uh, she reveals that he's 11 when he thinks he's, he's 13. 12. But he's in the grade where he should be when he's 13. Yeah. Because she skipped fifth grade and another grade.
1: Well, I think she put him in kindergarten early because she taught him all the preschool stuff.
0: He skipped fifth, and she put him in kindergarten when he was five instead of six. So, Zoe's gone. Pretty much from there, he's now the age he'll be through the rest of this movie.
1: Yeah, except for it takes so long that he eventually has a growth spurt, and he looks uh, a bit more grown up by the end of the movie. Uh Now, in the extended version, we get a couple extra scenes. You get uh, him in uh, gym class showering afterwards. And all the kids coming over and laughing at him because he has no pubes. Oh, and he's like, I, "Oh, I, I, I did have them, but I shaved them." And they're like, "All right, you're cool."
0: Oh, okay, because they I, mentioned that okay. in the car. She's like, I'm, "You're just gonna have to wait for puberty a little bit longer or yeah. something." So maybe that was.
1: I think it's directly after that. Yeah. And then there's another sequence where like people are being cool to him on campus. They're like, "Hey, you know, like people oh. are in him," and he's like, "What's going on here?" And then um, he like walks by the school sign and fuck I can't remember what it says but it's like he's too young to fuck or something like that It calls him out by name oh, on the signs so people are straight up bullying him he, he, people do not like him when he makes that comment but everybody hating him at school it's true yes it's true
0: yeah so he uh, has apparently been writing for a local paper
1: yeah, I wondered if he was writing for a school, but a local paper makes sense. Something. He's sending, them to he's sending him to Lester Bangs and Cream.
0: Right. We see Lester um, on a tirade in a radio Radio station, station. with that lady, yeah. Um, and he's looking at him through the window, just like, oh, man, he's so
1: cool. The fucking hero is here. I can't believe he's here in my town.
0: Right. Um, and then they meet up, and he's like, so you're that boy sending me the, you know, whatever. Yeah. Which, man, the, to live in that time, right? You could just do things. You could just contact this guy and then meet him and then effectively start writing for him.
1: He didn't meet him because he was writing to him. He met him because he fucking staked him out at the Oh, you don't station. think he... They didn't schedule a meetup. I think oh. he, like, hovered and waited for him.
0: Okay, because they didn't really... I guess in, in the
1: extended version that I watched, there's more scenes of them, like, walking together and Philip Seymour Hoffman kind of being a dick to him a little bit. Okay. And then they... You know, hang Cause out because in somewhere. the
0: regular version, you see him in the thing, and then and then they're just walking next to each other up the street. He's mm-hmm. like, "So you're the boy who's been writing to me." Kind of felt like to me that this was like arranged. Or
1: nah, something. man. Nah, he's following him. Okay. Thing, just like he was, you know, following the bands. You sure. Hey, so hey, they hey.
0: get some lunch, and he's like, "Philip Seymour Hoffman is taking a shining to him because he's like, he realizes this kid isn't full of shit." Yeah. And he's like, "I tell you what." Um, I'll give you 35 bucks. You give me a 1,000 words on Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. But apparently, they're playing there. Yeah. So then his mom's dropping him off at the concert. I like this. She goes, if you lost, I'll be here at 11. If you lost, do the family whistle. Yeah. Right? Uh, and then he gets out of the car, and she goes, don't do a drive. She says, I love you. Yeah. It's like a panicky. Yeah. She's
1: scared. He's growing up, like yeah. right before her eyes.
0: Yeah, because so she... Basically, is raising them like vegetarian or vegan, and they can't listen to music or do certain things. I think it's
1: just specifically rock music. She does not appreciate rock music. She thinks it's a hustle to take their their money and their innocence.
0: Sure. And, I mean, she's slightly overbearing and doting, but...
1: She's great. She's not. She's a very good mother. It's
0: not like Carrie's mom right right she's doing her best she's a single mom i guess um their
1: his father died heart attack right
0: so he beelines to the loading dock area yeah backstage and buzzes he's like hey i'm here with cream magazine
1: you're not on the list yeah tries three times and that guy is ready to fuck him up
0: go back up with the groupies yeah so he's like, "What?" One more time, he knocks on the door. <coughs> what do I do when I get up to the top of the ramp? <laughs> get the fuck out of here! So yeah. he, the girls are laughing at him the whole time. So he goes up there, and um, I don't—I don't remember which one is up there. It's Bijou Phillips. Bijou Phillips. She doesn't appear. To-
1: well, I have got a tale for that in just a minute. So okay. Bijou Phillips and Kate Hudson.
0: Eventually, Kate comes over. She's like, "This is Penny Lane." We're not groupies. We're band aids. Yeah.
1: We're here to support the music. We're we don't, not just fucking them.
0: We don't fuck them.
1: Just blowjobs. Just blowjobs. That's Bijou Phillips' uh, line. So, very interesting that we never see Bijou again after this. We right? don't? No. Well, during the five hours of the almost famous 20th anniversary podcast I listened to, mm. Cameron Crowe mm. tells a story. <laughs> that I almost it, sought that out. It's good. It's pretty good. I learned some more about our buddy Billy. He says that there was a a member of the cast that was sexually targeting Patrick, and they're all trying to look out for Patrick, so they removed them from the movie.
0: Was this his first movie?
1: I think so. He was just doing plays before this.
0: And I think, actually, they said that his audition tape got lost. Okay. So he Cameron Crow never saw it. James, Cameron Crowe? Cameron Crowe, yeah. He never saw it, but then eventually he got a chance to do it. That's interesting. So she was fucking horn dogging on this guy. Yeah.
1: And he I think he is like fifteen in this. There was Good he Lord. tells a story about like Bijou trying to lure him out to come party with some of the other cast members and like he didn't really want to go, so he like asked his mom and his mom's like, put her on the phone. She's like, What are you guys gonna do tonight? She's like, Going to get ice cream. She's like, No, he'll see you tomorrow. Crazy. Yeah.
0: So then they canned her? She
1: got fired. I mean, listen, speculation. Right. They said they fired a member of the cast. Bijou Phillips, in the beginning, seems like she would be through the whole movie as one of the groupies. Yeah. She is not.
0: Because then Feruza Balk comes in.
1: Well, Well, Feruza
0: Balk's already there. Yeah. That's right. That's right.
1: I think they just straight up did away with the character. I don't think they did any recasting.
0: Is, what's her name? Anna Paquin, is she there already?
1: She might be one that's, I think she's in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're
0: right. So... A car pulls in, and Feruza Balk is in it. Mm-hmm. She's like, yo, girls. And she opens up the door. I got passes. And they all run down, and the fucking dickhead, he's like, not him. <laughs> we'll try to get you in.
1: I believe them. I think they yeah, will tried yeah, to get yeah, him in. Yeah, big time. These ladies are great.
0: They are. <laughs> um, and so, then a bus pulls up, and it's still water. Gets out. Hell yeah. Billy up, Jason Lee, um, and three other guys
1: there's one of the um the bassist who actually has a pretty good scene in the extended cut i believe that's if i'm not sure if i'm getting his name right but mark kozalik oh, yeah, yeah.
0: kozalik yeah whatever
1: i heard a couple of red house Painters songs when i went to college and yeah, they were yeah, pretty yeah. good kvsc.com mm-hmm. go to go to there that go yeah. back in
0: time and listen to jason go back uh
1: <laughs> this is this is shoop and you listen to kvsc st cloud shoop. 88 point i don't even remember the fucking anything about it
0: yeah fuck it so they're like what does he say like hey um i'm with cream magazine and, and they're like oh the enemy fuck you dweeb and <laughs> they aren't that mean like, but they're like they're, oh
1: man i love your guitar solo he, yeah he lists them name by Incendiary. name tells them each thing he likes about them
0: right and then he's like fuck it man i love your song i'm getting out of here and they're walking away and he goes hey get back here you're rolling with us
1: and say more nice things about us yeah
0: the bouncer's like no way man and they're like fuck off and they run into some guy named red based off a real roadie okay i would assume cameron
1: crow meant red's like one of the more standout like well, this seems bad. Yeah. He <laughs>
0: seems like bad, but. Do I, not hang out with Red, but. No. He's fine. Hey, brother. Yeah, right. He seems
1: like a real fake character, but I bet you he's really designed to a T to be whoever Cram and Crow met, who I oh, think I his bet. name was Red Dog or something. I bet. Like that.
0: And the band really takes a shining to him. Yeah. he's He's got his tape recorder going, and Jason Lee is just espousing all sorts of fucking nonsense. Idiotic. Yeah. Rocks me and changes the world, man. And it's the fucking feet. You get the buzz, man. You get the, what's the buzz? You know. And Billy Crudup's just like, whatever. Kind of amused. So then they're like, well, we're going to go play now. And uh, is that when they bring him into the huddle? Does that happen already?
1: I don't know. Get on my I'm back for a piggyback ride. It might.
0: Because that performance is Harry Dog. What is it? fever dog fever dog video
1: fever dog
0: which when they were like oh yeah and then and then cameron crow directed the video for them yeah i'm like oh that'll be interesting is right? it just
1: scenes from the movie yeah it's
0: just literally the movie in sepia okay with a little extended play because apparently um peter frampton taught billy crudup how to play the guitar
1: it took a while a long while um
0: and the guys jammed together multiple hours four,
1: four nights a week
0: four hours, four hours a six night. nights a week for, yeah for five weeks or some yeah, shit dude. Oh, was that really jason lee singing that? no
1: i think his voice sucked and they replaced it
0: okay because cam and crow his wife and peter frampton wrote the music
1: he's married to nancy wilson of heart or he was
0: is that the beach boy sister what? so oh, I don't. Brian because
1: Nancy Wilson. Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. Probably not. But I think all pretty much all the songs suck except for "Hey, You Had to Be There," and that's only because that's the only part you hear of it, really.
0: Well, and so Stillwater. There was really a band named Stillwater.
1: That has nothing to do with this movie. No, they just wanted the name.
0: You right, and they actually showed him the script or something, and, and
1: they're like, "Sure, yeah, all right, whatever."
0: So, they play the song, and then they're like, hey, man, come to wherever we're going next. But
1: I think we we missed the point where Russell Hammond sees Penny Lane earlier.
0: Oh, sure. He introduces them. He goes, because Penny's talking to the boy. She goes, I got you your pass. She's like, how old are you? And he's like, I'm 17. She goes, yeah, me too. I'm 16. 16? Yeah, me too. too. I'm actually 15. Right. And she's like, oh, okay, well. And then he goes, oh, Russell, hey, meet Penny. And they shake hands and they're just like locked in together. And he's yeah. like, what the heck's
1: going on? And then here? you get a lot of soulful looks between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Man, Crudup does some good eye acting in this movie.
0: He's so casual. It's nice to see, especially after Waking the Dead and Without Limits mm-hmm. and Low. you know, where it's like, okay, he's established himself enough as an actor where he can just be, Yeah, you know? And it's it's great.
1: I think I figured out the cheekbones, by the way. Okay. I think it's running. I think he keeps oh. himself super slim by running. You think I think he, he burns off every ounce of body fat by running every day.
0: You think he was a running enthusiast and that's how he landed without limits? I don't know. Or do I you saw, think he landed without limits and then continued to run?
1: Well, he has nice cheekbones basically from, I don't know, from Grind,
0: bro. I'd say he was starving. Yeah. A starving actor.
1: I feel like he's a runner, man. Because yeah. he, later on in, like, one of the one of the titles for a video interview of his is, like, he likes to run. It was, like, a hmm. quick th- three-word descriptor of Billy Crudup. And I was, like, that's it, dude. For sure.
0: I like run. To,
1: to have <laughs> those cheekbones. This motherfucker's running all over the place. Yeah. And also, the great mystery of Billy Crudup not being a giant star, he doesn't want to be. Mm-hmm. They, they all talk about this in the podcast. It's, yeah. it's mentioned. Like, he's... No interest in that.
0: That's what I mean when I said, like, you saw this back then. Mm -hmm. Especially with some good-looking guys. Because you look at a guy like Chris Pratt, right? Yeah. Parks and Rec. He's just some doofus. Somehow manages to land a couple of roles here and there. I mean, not somehow. Star- Star Star-Lord. Lord. Doesn't say Stardust. Yeah. And then just becomes a product of the Hollywood machine.
1: Yeah, he ruined everything.
0: He gets ripped. Now he's just- Meatball Jackman and every fucking stupid movie.
1: He had it figured out perfectly in Guardians of the Galaxy, Mm -hmm. which I think is you know has nothing nothing to do with him. But like he went from comedic, funny, doughy guy everybody knows and would hang out with, and then he does Guardians of the Galaxy, and you're like, oh man, he's funny. There's a lot of sadness inside him. You're really rooting Mm -hmm. for him, Um, but he's got a little bit of the action star, and he's like. Mm No, nah, man. I'm thinking Action Star. Tomorrow. Um, War? I'm thinking um, Terminal List. I'm not going to be funny, and uh, I'm going to be a badass.
0: Like, not just not funny, but like Smarmius, all fuck. Yeah. Like, those Lost World movies. Yeah, they're I, god I, awful.
1: I, you know, I, I enjoyed the first one. They're
0: brain dead. I mean, to some extent, yes, but I think it, those specifically fall victims to just lousy characters and basically just doing. What came before?
1: Yeah, I have not seen the the two after that, so they're either. increasingly yeah. awful. But I, that first one, dude, when the Tyrannosaurus fights the uh, the other evil dinosaur in <laughs> the, the
0: Jurassic the World, big one? yeah, dude, yeah. I was clapping. Yeah. I was clapping when the Tyrannosaurus came okay. out and attacked. Him. I was like, "This is great! This is the greatest thing I ever seen." I thought the scene with the boys in the ball. <laughs> yeah, that was like the boys in the ball. Yeah, that's like that's some classic <laughs> Jurassic Park shit. Fun and uh, possible death. Yes. Yeah, but like, oh, we're making weapon. It's like, this is just Jurassic Park 3, and I don't mm-hmm. care for it. So, yeah, you'd have guys that were journeymen almost, you know, like Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Not to say that he was like, I mean, he wasn't like, you know blisteringly hot or
1: anything. not at all dude he's not gonna be he's a fine looking guy, guy but he's man I, he could just i would say he's a little on the ugly side i love oh. philip seymour hoffman he's kind of a, he's kind of an ugly guy
0: i, I guess i don't know uh, i
1: mean i i say this as an ugly guy right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a slightly below average looking person i uh yeah
0: it was just the time for fucking character actors that sort of still exist but you know and not to bash on a guy like let's say like taylor Lautner. Okay. Right, but as much as I think he might want to be an actor, yeah. He still just looks. Yeah, he's a terrible actor. Even like a Robert Pattinson. Where's he he's going with He's done this? good shit. But at the same time, I don't think he's good looking at all. You don't think Pattinson's good looking at him? all? Oh. At all.
1: I don't think he's the most beautiful man in the world. I think he's got a good look about him. I don't. Okay. Uh, especially
0: in the Batman. I think What about would... Tenant when like No, no. Oh. Not at all. I, the sort of like, is it Cillian Murphy? Killian?
1: Killian Murphy. Killian you don't Murphy? think he's
0: handsome? No, not at all. Oh, really? He's got dead eyes, man.
1: He's got scary eyes. I don't know if I classify him as dead.
0: Yeah. Intense. I just don't like the way he looks. Okay. What's wrong with men these days? What do you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where are all the single bars, single men?
1: I, don't, I guess I better head down to Bandini's.
0: So anyways, uh, they invite him to go to LA. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, tell penny lane to come with you and he does and then they're leaving the venue and i love it because you can hear the mom whistling oh yeah in the background and he knows it he's what? Oh, all right. mm-hmm. um, Mom's she's here. like hey let's go to morocco together all right and i guess this was him breaking character and actually asking her to say it again yeah but cameron crow thought it was nice and it worked so he left it in where he's like say it ask me again mm-hmm. so he's smitten now he loves penny lane Yep. who kate hudson she's cute right i guess she's all right but she's actually a really good actor yeah she does some really good stuff in this movie she really does so she's like all right well you know i'll see you in la or whatever um and then sure enough they're in la well we
1: cut to his mom saying no 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 right more than four days which made me laugh my ass off
0: right i mean kudos for you know being straight with her yeah Right, not just running away. I thought he was going to run away. Yeah. She owes him,
1: though, man. She owes him for the, those years. She told him he could do whatever he wants with those years. Yep. He's almost graduating He's going to be a lawyer. Yeah.
0: Anyways, which I don't know if that was a real uh, aspect of... Could be. Right. So, you know, he gallivants off with Penny Lane to L.A. and... Uh, The band sort of adopts him.
1: Is this where we get into the continental Hyatt house, the riot house? Is that uh, that where they are in L.A.? When they drive up? I think so. Where Nick Swartzon's there?
0: Right, because Bowie's there.
1: This is uh, the extended version. This is so when you watch the regular version, you just see Nick Sports and go,
0: oh my god, it's Bowie! It's
1: Bowie! Right, right away. Yeah, okay. there's like uh, 40 seconds of him talking like a normal person about something and then losing his shit when he sees Bowie. It's Bowie, you know? I mean, the new stuff, I mean, Ziggy Stardust is good, but it's, it's mass media, you know? It's hamburgers for the apocalypse. Uh, Which oh, is so really? much better than just him going, Yeah,
0: yeah, because you're like, oh, Nick Swartz and oh, all he's, that's it. Yeah. Fucking J- Jay Bash- Baruchel. Baruchel?
1: Like, um
0: What is he, like four? <laughs> in this movie? He's
1: probably 14 or 15. Good
0: lord, he is a baby.
1: What is up with that character?
0: I don't know, because he likes...
1: He seems wildly Zeppelin? autistic, yeah.
0: I don't, it's a... It, I mean, it's what like, is
1: that character? It's a
0: weird environment. Yeah. Where you have these adult musicians.
1: This looks fun, though. Wouldn't you like to hang out in this lobby? That's the oh, lobby of
0: the fucking hotel. Well, and then they, they go up into the hotel. Yeah. And Jay's just blah, 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 blah. And, and then they pass a open door, and there's a singer and a lady.
1: Yeah, and they're singing a nice song.
0: And that's an ode to yeah. a real musician. Yeah,
1: I don't remember who it was. I
0: don't either. But they, But they asked whomever wrote the song to write it like that guy. Yeah. I don't know. Some guy. That almost feels like a scene out of The Shining.
1: Because <laughs> passing by open doors and really witnessing Well, he's like yeah.
0: just peeping in on them, and they're yeah. like completely oblivious, and then Homegirl comes and grabs them. and So then we don't see Jay again for quite some time, maybe in the version you watched.
1: I think just towards the end you see him again. You see him briefly. You, I think you spend a little more time with him, mm-hmm. but nothing really explains that weird thing he's doing.
0: So they're at the hotel... God, I just watched this a few hours ago.
1: And he's just in there while they're playing music and chilling. There's a bunch of people in the oh, hotel room. she
0: comes in announcing herself. Oh, and then Russell and,
1: Russell and her start doing the ice a bunch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this scene. It's and, not and, and
0: Anna Paquin is like, so now this is step one where they pretend like they don't see each other. Mm-hmm. And then step two is blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, I got to get in there. And she's like, no, William. And then they leave and go bang in the ice room yeah maybe her coat covers the window. She's like i
1: need to get some ice and then no it's stretched out in the hard extended to, version okay it's hard to say what happens there's there, like right a conversation then. it's real awkward and then yeah start railing
0: i honestly don't is this where billy Crudup gets electrocuted i mean i don't know man i watched the three hour version Everything it must was stretched be. out so hard because we don't see a lot of their performance after this so they're doing their show billy grabs them the mic i can't
1: imagine that that's this soon is it i'm, see, I'm pretty my, sure my timeline's messed up because i'm I'm going to the radio station with Kyle Gass. Right, none of that's in here. Do we have conversations with Philip Seymour Hoffman? When does he oh, talk to him? And, oh, like he's, he's, I think,
0: at some point in here, Gene, Gene, the 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 editor of the Rolling Stone.
1: Oh, Ben Fong Torres.
0: Ben Fong Torres. Gene. I'm thinking of Gene Park, who's a journalist. I just got hip to. Okay. Um, Ben Fong. Torres. Torres, uh, who's played by an actor that I like. He was in Continuum. He's uh, a Canadian actor.
1: I don't know this guy. Sometimes I wondered if this is the only thing he'd ever been in.
0: No, no. He's been in a, a few Canadian productions. Twitch mostly, City? Probably. So he's like, Hey, before this might be before he goes to LA or is it after? Cause he's at home. And Ben Fong Torres is like, Hey, uh, I'm with Rolling Stone. We, we saw your magazine articles and they're really good. And we want you to do something. Thousand words, I think he says again.
1: No, I think a thousand dollars is how much they're paying him.
0: I don't remember how many it might be,
1: 3,500 words.
0: And Rain Wilson's there, yeah. And he goes, I can pay you. And Rain's like, so he's like, seven hundred dollars. And then William's trying to be, Oh, yes, I'm an older man.
1: And I I think he's shocked at the large amount of money he's he's just offered.
0: And then Ben Fong's like, All right, fine, a (laughs) thousand. And then his mom picks up, she goes, I need you to come do the thing you do for the dishwasher. And it's, like, silent. And then Ben's like.
1: All right, oh, man, I know, my, know how my old lady gets. I better
0: get on that, you know. And <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, I'm not a child. Oh, well, um, yes, this is William. This is William Mawpather. So he then now has, he goes, don't let the band pay for anything. You know, we'll cover you or whatever. Mm-hmm. So now he's rolling with them as a Rolling Stone fucking editorialist, I assume. Because he's not actually on the payroll. He's just
1: freelance. You a freelancer? Yeah, editorial. freelance, not editorial. Freelance. You didn't say editorial. You said editorial
0: list. I did. I'm an editorialist. I don't know if that's... This a, guy's a freelancer. Is that words? Is that real words? I'm an editorialist. But. I don't know about that.
1: Editorialist.
0: Noun. A journalist who writes editorials. Yeah. Go back to your booze. I'm dubious. <laughs> you know, we're seeing him with the band. Billy Crudup gets electrocuted when he grabs the mic, which apparently really happened... To a guitarist, that, and he died. Yeah,
1: there's two incidences. It's um, Les Harvey, guitarist for Stone the Crows. Yeah, was yeah, killed yeah, yeah. grabbing a microphone that wasn't yep. grounded in '72. But also Ace Frehley of Kiss was severely electrocuted on stage. That's why his tongue's a so lot. That is uh, <laughs> the other guy. Yeah, Gene
0: Simmons. <laughs> so that Billy's fucked up. And they stop the show and they're like, we're getting out of here, man. And here
1: comes Mark Maron.
0: Right? I'm like, oh, that sounds like Mark Maron. That can't be Mark Maron. It sure is. Yeah, it's Mark Maron.
1: That's why if you listen to WTF, he says, <laughs> I don't think he says
0: that. He says, no, he says, locked Lock the, the gate. gates. Bam, 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 bam. They're like, we're leaving. And he's like, fuck, no, you're not. You're only on for a few minutes. You didn't give me my 45 or whatever. And they're like, fuck you, dude. And Australian dudes doing like kung fu. And... Yeah, no Taylor. It's really
1: stretched out in the yeah. extended version, man.
0: And then uh, it's so stupid. So they get <laughs> on the bus and they're driving out, and um, they blow through the gates. And he's following him on a, like a golf. Yeah, it's pretty thing. funny. And he's like, lock the gates, and yeah, they fly through, and he goes, you're me a gate. <laughs> um, and they get out of there, and so now a lot of the movie from here on out is William trying to get his interview. All of them in general, but specifically Billy. And every time he tries, you know, he's banging on Kate Hudson or it's just not.
1: He's straight up avoiding him. Hardcore. Yeah. Everybody else he's able to interview. No, but even Jeff Beebe's like, yes, please. Yeah. I'll I'll talk to you as much as you want.
0: Right. And we see some things with his mom. She calls a bulk and uh, she's real like, look, ma'am, we're trying to be as careful and watchful over your son and he's a good boy i'm the maid by the way she says yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know we see him with kate hudson who's trying to show him the ropes a little bit but she's caught up with billy Russell, crudup yeah. who we find out is married I And mean, he even well i don't think aside. he's
1: married he says some of us are married some he, some of us as girlfriends some of us are married i don't think he's that's married. not his wife no i feel like jeff Beebe, jason uh-huh. lee's character might be married but
0: because kate hudson even says later when she
1: you know i could be wrong here are you
0: sure about this because i'll believe you well i don't know because later kate hudson's like i know i'm not supposed to go to new york yeah because his ex-wife girlfriend or whatever is going to be there so i
1: i thought it was just his long-time girlfriend but I, yeah
0: it seems like it's easier to get out of that if that isn't what you want, which it doesn't seem like it's what he wants.
1: No, this uh, when Jenny and I were talking about this swore we were watching it. Kate Hudson's his vacation. That's but he likes he... her. He's he's into her, but that's his vacation. It right, doesn't come into he his real life.
0: Likes his other woman. I think so enough to. I don't know, man, because it's weird. Because because when
1: that other lady's a woman, you know, True. Kate's more like a girl. She's a groupie.
0: Absolutely, she's, she's
1: cool. She's locked into. Them as a band, but that other lady's like a woman with a personality that's doing her own thing. They, you know, they come together.
0: Sure. Because it, it, when we first see her in New York, God, I keep forgetting the fucking manager's name. The Australian guy.
1: His name's Noah Taylor. Noah Taylor.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't remember his name in the movie. No. He even runs like a pass interference on her. Yeah. Before she can go to Billy. It almost seems like, I don't know, like they're shielding him from her. Because he goes up to her, and he's like, oh, hey, you know, so, I don't know, Billy can get his shit together, or I don't know. And then Jason Lee jumps in, which you find out later is sort of maybe indicative of him getting in on her, too, at this point. Kate Hudson? No. Uh, the, the Oh, the wife. Whatever. The girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: Who I don't recognize from anything. She's cute, but all, I don't recognize her one at bit. At
0: all. So, I mean, we're just seeing them being around, right? There's a fight, because they... Bring in the band's first T-shirts. Yeah, and it's the four band members. Billy Crudup's in the forefront.
1: Yep, and you can see him just fine.
0: Just fine, and everybody else is like
1: it, behind the shadow. Yeah, yeah,
0: and Jason Lee flips out because there was actually a moment earlier when they're at a party where he says, "We, you know, some of us have wives and shit." Yeah, be careful what you write. Where he even says, "You know, as we get a little bit more successful and we get a little bit more money and responsibility." It's harder for me to leave this band, even though I'm better than this band, mm-hmm. right? Like they've getting a taste. Of saying, is
1: Jason Lee saying that? Billy's saying that. Okay.
0: Yeah. He's like, they're getting a taste of these things, but yeah. we're not a great band basically. And I don't want to just leave them because then they'll not be able to continue to live this lifestyle or whatever. He's very full of himself.
1: Yeah, he's a real cock. But Cut at the, the same fuck. time, he's the magnetic man in the band,
0: right? And so the t-shirt fiasco happens, and Jason Lee's just like, "Fuck, man! And I'm Noah- supposed to be the front guy. We agreed to this." And Noah Taylor's like, "Ah, oh, it's a, it's a printing press they issue. Fuck. The, the label, fucked up. The shirts are gone. You know, and, gone, man." <laughs> <and> <laughs> Billy puts one over a chair and be like, "Look, I mean, whatever, dude. Like," and he's like, "You." think you're hot shit, I'm the sexy one or whatever and they all storm off and Billy's like, "Hey, William, come with me." And he grabs the shirt and puts it in his bag. Uh
1: yeah, there's a, re- a reveal later on in the extended cut that his duffel bag that you see him carrying is Full of things he's been stealing the whole time. Oh,
0: like, that's awesome. Like from
1: all the hotel rooms. Oh, that's awesome. And somebody's like, Why are you? He's like, I, every single night I thought I was going to go home
0: and right. I just never go home. Right. So he's got stuff from like all the hotels. It's amazing. It's great. Could you imagine being 15, traveling with, you know, that's mid-tier, all I fantasized
1: about after coming band. band
0: And not just like covering them, like you're rolling with
1: it. Yeah. You're, you're like the sixth member of the band.
0: And not just that, but the biggest music magazine and the nation is paying you yeah. to do this this is the fantasy man it's i was 70s, 18 when man. i watched it's this. like no the, the stuff like this kind of happens a little bit these days but it's all like it's
1: a different format it's...
0: instagram and you know fucking whatever man so they leave the venue i don't know if it's before it must be after the show
1: yeah the t-shirt reveal the fight leave. the i am i am leaving
0: and um He's like, from now on, only real people, man. You're real. And he tells him a little bit about himself. And then a van pulls up like, yo, man, are you William from whatever? And he's like, yeah, my good days, like I said earlier. He
1: doesn't say (laughs) William. are you Russell? Russell Russell William. Russell Russell
0: Wyatt? Wyatt? Fuck. Russell Hammond. Russell Wyatt. What is this guy talking (laughs) about? Russell Hammond. U.S. agent? Come on.
1: It's so funny, too, because Patrick Fugit, that's like the... Only information that he gives this band the whole time—they do not care about him really. Well, that's what he says. He's I nice don't know anything around. about you, man. That's it. He gives them one one paragraph of information. Right. Nobody ever asks that, anything ever again.
0: I'm sure Billy Crudup's character is like in one, out the other. Like, man,
1: it would be nice if he like locked in on that. And that's I don't know.
0: It would be because it—it's a real
1: humanizing moment. It takes.
0: Eventually, he gets there. So the, this van pulls up with some stoners, and they're like, "Hey, man, come party with some real Akron." Is that where they were? Maybe. Come party with we're just some Akron bro, bro boys, man. We're just
1: some real people trying to have a good
0: time. Real Akron dude.
1: Like, he says the phrase, real people. After right. he's like, I'm only hanging out with real
0: people. So, and then William's like, no. And Billy's like, yeah. So they go to this high school party. And, you know, it's really stupid. I don't know if it's before he takes the acid or, or after it. But he's, like, talking to the one boy. And he's like, man, all of this, this is real, man. And you fucker, you know it. You know you're in on it, or you're you figured it out. And the do guy you want to see like, my
1: snake eat a mouse? Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's and then a he great slams moment. Slams like a glass of acid. That's and... in the hallway, yeah. And then he kind of gives that guy a shove. He does. He's like, "Thanks for get the fuck he out." Took of like here. Took like forty hits of acid and or something some like that.
0: Some shit, man. And
1: dude, and when they cut to him, do they show him drumming in the garage? No, it this goes one? from
0: that to him on the roof.
1: Oh shit! And they send a cut. It's like him having fun at the party. Like, he's drumming in the garage, okay. and some kids are playing guitar and, like, having a good time. The mouse like,
0: thing may have been in that after the acid, but I don't think so.
1: No, I, I think, think it's it when just goes they're in from the, him the drinking it, hanging out
0: to him on the roof, okay. talking about he's a golden god. Which is
1: a real thing that Jimmy Page said supposedly, or is a rubber plant. One of them said supposedly, sober, standing over the Sunset Strip on a balcony, oh. a golden god.
0: And he's like, my last words. And everybody's like, what is it going to be? He goes, I'm on drugs, ah! and then he goes, I gotta work on that. Oh no, my last words. I dig music, and then and the one the kid I keep calling back to, little chubby guy, he's like, mm-hmm. me, I'm on drugs,
1: yeah!
0: and he's like, hey man, we gotta go, and he's like, all right, I'm coming down, and we're like, jump, jump, and he just. Jumps off, and then everybody jumps in the pool after him. We're going to save you, because and... he does not come up right away, <laughs> he does not. I was kind of thinking he like break man. a leg or something. Yeah, maybe. But
1: I guess uh, he almost missed the. Uh, he was very he close really do to it? the edge of the mat. No, they were using a mat. He off oh. the a, a mat because
0: you, you only see it from behind in yeah. the version I saw. So I just assumed it was, it was a stunt man.
1: Dude, one of my favorite moments is so I did Years something weird more. the other day that I don't remember, so it's not a story. But uh, <laughs> they're having the talk the next day. <laughs> In the in the kitchen, Noah, right? Like hanging out with Billy,
0: Noah, Noah Taylor. Noah uh, Taylor is there.
1: Yeah. And he's, he's there to return him home, like bring him back to the tour bus.
0: No, nah, man, he's going to live in my basement. The guy's like, why don't we go back?
1: We'll, we'll go the on the show, tour and then and we'll finish. come back here. And you
0: can live here. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: he's like, I know what you're doing and I like it. I like it. it. Yeah. But that moment when they're leaving with Crude up and he makes the comments How about, about the why is he watching me? Mm-hmm. Is that in this one? Yeah, right when he's leaving the kitchen and Williams behind him. He goes like she tries to lift me?
0: him up to carry him out. Maybe no.
1: Doesn't he turn around like grab William and like the enemy? He, like, does. he does a
0: really it's it's scary, it's super scary. and
1: intense and like again I think Crudup does drug moves really well. Yeah. He plays LSD, After Effects perhaps even, really well. He's
0: probably still fucking tripping.
1: Yeah. For sure, because he had like 40 hits. Because right when
0: he's like, I know what you're doing and I like it, Noah like tries to scoop him up to carry him out. Yeah. He goes, I can walk, man. You could tell Noah wasn't going to be able to do it anyways.
1: He looked heavy, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then um, I think there, I don't remember what Williams says to him. But yeah, he lunges and makes grabs a comma him.
1: But he keeps looking at him.
0: You fucking a narc? You a narc? I knew you were a cop or something. And they, and he doesn't then go, I'm just joking. No, he's. He I It's a it drug, drug thing. thing. He's scared. And he believes. Yeah. He goes outside. He fucking picks a flower and damages I it. I
1: hurt the flower. It, did you? That is really good. Yeah, so
0: they get him on the bus and Noah's turns to the crowd like Richard Nixon, like, thank you all. Have a good night.
1: We'll see you in 1974.
0: Some shit. So now they're on the bus and they're driving and it's really awkward because of the band fight and Billy's been missing for a few hours. He's
1: and fucked up. He's been electrocuted. Right. He's taking all this acid. I yep. guess the electrocution was not recently, but.
0: And apparently, and they're playing Tiny Dancer. It seems like it's just a soundtrack, but apparently they're listening to it on the bus.
1: Well, I think that's a nice move that they made there. You know, where we could hear it nice right, clear right, and right, clean right. and then they start singing with it.
0: And the drummer starts patting on his feet with his sticks and that
1: didn't cut off the recording or anything when the mouse fell, right?
0: No. Is that what fell?
1: Yeah, it's on the floor.
0: Oh yeah. And then I think the bass player starts singing, and then Kate Hudson gets in on it, and then slowly everybody's in on it. I I don't think have we I don't think we've met Jimmy Fallon yet.
1: At yeah, when point. does he come in? Your manager needs a manager. Slightly later. Yeah.
0: Maybe r- r- right after this. So now Billy's in on it, and they're all singing, and they, they love each other again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're doing some shows. He's pining for Kate Hudson.
1: And by, by the way, they shot this movie in chronological order, so by the time that the Golden God speech comes along, William Patrick Fugit is taller than Billy Crudup. At oh. this point, and Crudup has to stand on apple boxes. Oh,
0: interesting! To be taller they, in the they movie. did say his voice broke. Yeah, while he was making this,
1: he done got bigger.
0: He did. Boy, it's really hard to parse out the specifics in some of this, but eventually they take his virginity for Rosa and all of them.
1: Yeah, no, not all. I mean, not Kate Hudson.
0: No, no, no. He's with Kate Hudson, and he's like. You don't even, I don't even know your real name. And she's like, nobody does. So then all of a sudden they burst into the room, Farooza Anna Paquin, and a third character. um, And they're like, it's time for you to stop being, because they call him Opie. It's time for you to stop being Opie. And they take him into the bedroom and they start removing his clothes. And Kate Hudson kind of comes out of whatever room they were in. And she's watching them prance around him and, uh... Yeah, they're doing this whole light as a feather, stiff as a board, and... William's making eye contact with Kate Hudson, and... (laughs) You're frozen in time? You have a look on your face like you want to say something.
1: Oh, that's funny, because I do... I think you said this came out of nowhere. In the extended cut, they like <laughs> going in the extended cut. Ugh. Those ladies are sitting around, uh, bored and a little horny. That's how it eventually develops into. They do say flower, we're bored. They're uh-huh. like watching TV and being like, "Well, he's kind of hot." Like, oh, on the okay. TV. And eventually, it's like, "Oh, that boy is here."
0: <laughs> yeah, because they even say later on, like, if we weren't bored, none of this would have happened or whatever. So he's looking at Kate Hudson, kind of like, "I want you." And she's like, have fun, and leaves. So he has sex with at least Feruza Bulk.
1: He has sex with all of them, for sure. I would
0: hope so. Yeah. I would hope he had a real Keith Gordon moment. I
1: think there. it, there's. I think you see one of them going right down to his dick at the end, right? Is that-
0: <laughs> yeah. As soon as Kate Hudson leaves, she's maybe the pack, pack attack going for a Mac attack. And this is a real thing. This happened to, to Cameron Crowe. I hope so. <laughs> he lost his virginity with groupies. Yeah. He then wakes up. There's a phone call the next morning. And it's um, Ben Torres. Oh, Ben, yeah. Ben.
1: Ben Fong Torres. Ben
0: Fong Torres. Where's this guy? We're looking for him. And she's like, oh, yeah, here he is. Because he also talked to Philip Seymour Hoffman. Ben's fucking on my dick. I don't know what to do. I don't have anything coherent it's a think piece t- yeah tell him it's a think piece about a and, band and he's a middling laughing band yeah you've been uh, <laughs> and he tells that to ben he's got it written on his hand
1: but philip seymour hoffman is like so proud of himself like he's cheated the system mm-hmm. when he comes up with exactly the bullshit that's going to work for rolling stone because right. he knows it's going to work because he
0: knows ben funk he's like, <laughs> <"Torres."> <laughs> and great. so he ben's pissed a little bit mm-hmm. and he tells him that and he goes all right, it works, totally works.
1: But then one of the other girls wakes up.
0: Yeah, and she's like, I want some coffee. Ca- Get a hold of yourself, man. Right. Uh, you're not there to be one of them. So he's like, don't worry, man, I got it. And the whole time he's also like ditching his mom and he's not going to make it home for one test. And so eventually um, he's on the phone with his mom. I mean, we see him a couple of times, like with the psych clairvoyant and I'll stay in your room. And Oh, yeah. I love you, and he can't hear her or whatever. So he's on the phone, and, and Billy Quidup gets on the phone. And he's just trying to be like a smart aleck. Yeah. and
1: Just charming. He's used to coasting by on charm.
0: Right. And she even says, I know what you're doing. And yeah. It's not working.
1: Yeah. And she's like, he's 15. She's the fucking best. In that moment when he finds out how young he is. Right. Nobody can, knows he's that young.
0: No, oh, except for Kate. But maybe she thinks he's fooling. Yeah. And you could tell he's oh, he looks shit. back like. Motherfucker. this is a little boy and she fucking rips into him and, and puts him in his place
1: there's still hope for you to be to she, make something with yeah. you of
0: yourself yep she, that's a fucking
1: cutting deep line
0: yeah and you can tell it cut him deep and he goes man your mom really fucked with my head man your mom really freaked me out freaked me out that's
1: the exact same line that eric stone street of modern family delivers at the hotel in the beginning when the uh Oh, Patrick Fuji gets there and he's like, I have some messages from your mother.
0: Yeah. She really <laughs> freaked me out. <laughs> Don't do drugs. Yeah. And this might be the point where we meet Jimmy Fallon. The manager comes in, the Australian guy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Taylor Lautner or whatever. Noah Taylor. Noah Taylor.
1: Danny Embling from Flirting in the Year My Voice Broke. He I think he's a also teenage actor.
0: The Dark Knight Rises. Is he? Maybe. So he comes in like, look, uh, the record label wants to hire like a professional. Uh, and they're like, dude, you're cool, man. We've been with you. Hang on. Don't worry about it. So fucking Jimmy Fallon comes in.
1: Who I always thought sucked when I watched this movie. Mm-hmm. In the extended cut, I feel like they give you a lot more Fallon. Okay. And I actually I liked him this time around. But I always okay. thought, I just thought he was terrible in
0: this. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. To, I was hard. I was hard pressed to determine how old he was at this point. He Felt too young for this role. I
1: assume he's like right close to 30, but playing like 40. This
0: should have been like a Cole Meanie. Yeah. You know, just a real sleazebag old guy. Yeah. But, you know.
1: Cameron Crow loved Jimmy Fallon and wanted him in this.
0: Originally, another SNL guy. Will
1: Forte was also in the running, but Crow just loved Jimmy Fallon. Another dude
0: who seems much older than he appears.
1: Well, he's older now. And now. I caught up to him finally.
0: So Fallon's like like, What can you do for us, man? And he's like, well, I'll tell you what. When you fucking got electrocuted and you guys left, you broke a contract, we could have sued them if you would have fucking let me handle it. And but I brought a plane. And you're not touring on a bus anymore.
1: You effectively drove a long distance and paid them to electrocute you.
0: Basically. That was a good line.
1: <laughs> your manager needs a manager. Yes. You're getting charged for the ICE under... Whatever the floorboards at an arena. Yeah, an arena. He's
0: got a good spiel. He's like,
1: "You guys are hot now. This is as hot as you're going to be. You need to add more dates. Yep. And we're going to need a plane to do that.
0: Yes." But we got the bus. Fuck the bus. He's right. He is right.
1: The changing point. This is what uh, Jimmy Fallon points out on the podcast. He's actually 90% pretty likable on the podcast. Where he's like, this is the transition where they're a bus band. Mm-hmm. And now they go by plane. And while this they're is, uh, boarding. The jump.
0: While they're boarding the plane.
1: You like that shot?
0: He even looks back at the poor bus. He's just sitting there. Oh, William? Yeah.
1: yeah. No, the bus.
0: So they're doing their thing. At some point, they're playing a brand of poker they devised. And you can play no matter how fucked up you are with like a dude from, I don't know, Alice Cooper's band or some shit. Mm-hmm.
1: Mitch Hedberg's there as uh-huh. a, a roadie. Who, I don't think he has any lines. Red Reds, Dog's there.
0: Smoking weed. And um, they say, you know, it's good because we got it from uh, Crosby.
1: I don't I'm not Sure.
0: David Crosby. This is,
1: where, if Fram, is Frampton there? Peter Frampton's there I playing so. one of the roadies? Yeah. yeah.
0: So they're. Basically, like, all right, tell you what, um, winner gives me 50 bucks and a case of beer, and you can take the Band-Aids with you. Yep,
1: with Miss Penny Lane. You
0: cool with that, Billy? Oh, he's getting soft, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm cool. And William's like, oh,
1: could you? Because, I mean, it's not really even a trade. They're just getting rid of her before there's a problem. Basically. Because they're almost there. When they
0: get to New York, she cannot be there. Yeah. Because Billy Crudup's whatever is going to be there. And so whoever wins and... Then we see her with William, and he's a little weird, and she's like, are you, like, upset that me and Billy can't be together or some? Yeah, whatever. Um, and she's kind of harping on him a little bit. Oh, a boss is gone. This, this going, is at the
1: birthday barbecue. Weren't they throwing a party for her? I don't
0: know. They're just outside in this version.
1: I feel like it's her birthday barbecue.
0: They're literally just walking between buses outside. I oh. There's no indication, I don't think of.
1: Is this where he reveals to her what
0: just happened? So, eventually, he's like, he just pawned you off for 50 bucks and a case of beer. I was there. Yeah, and then she starts to shed a tear. And she has a real incredible moment where, trying to be a a champ, she's like, what kind of beer? And they let it linger while the tear was on her delicate face. Um, Goldie Hawn's daughter, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. What the fuck? That's... <laughs> <laughs> so, we jump to New York, basically, at this point. Are we at the dinner? We, we meet the... the girlfriend or whatever out from the hotel, Jay. Baruchel? Baruchel.
1: And he drops the information as to where Penny Lane. Penny Lane's be.
0: here, and they're at the hotel under this name. It's all happening. And he leaves. Is, do you think he's supposed to be autistic? Like, I... what is that performance? I just think. He's so enraptured by
1: Led Zeppelin, but he's got that fucking Rain Man thing going where he's like, man, I fucking love Jay Baruchel. That is not, any of his characters do not act like that. I mean, that's kind
0: of how he is in like the world ending movie and a little bit in Goon. He's
1: not, dude, I am a huge fan. I have watched Undeclared several times. I've seen he doesn't act like that. That is, uh, he's doing Not like a an, Rain Man thing.
0: But thereafter, no, he's all like, "Hey, like in the forty-year-old virgin." Is he in that? Yeah, a little bit. He's got huh. a very bit part. Whatever. He's so, very much like. What? I just think he's a child in this.
1: No, he's doing. He's doing like a Rain Man thing.
0: Well, to each their own.
1: Okay, I'm sure we have. At least a, a You're few the
0: listeners on the
1: spectrum, <laughs> and I'm sorry. Please watch this movie and tell me what he is doing.
0: I yeah, I don't know. It seems odd that he just pops up and and then just leaves. Can I tweet him?
1: Yeah. Can we call him right now? Yeah. Is his is his number somewhere? Yeah.
0: What if we could? I don't know. I mean, no, no not to disparage. I just got the impression that it was. Young Jay Bucharest.
1: No, he's like he's so straight. I'm, I'm, I'm hooked on it too much. But he's, uh, he's doing something very odd. It's not.
0: I don't know. Penny Lane is not supposed to be there. No, but she is.
1: God damn it! I hate the, like when she was there. I was like, "What are you
0: doing? Get the fuck out of there!" Big what? Time. What business do you have of it here? Big being time. here? Because she. It's like, dude, just told you what's up. Yeah. Right. So we see the girlfriend, Noah Bombach goes up and like, hey, and then... Noah Taylor! (laughs) And then Jason Leake shoots over, kisses her on the cheek, like, hey, welcome, girl. And then they're up inside this hotel or whatever in, like, a dining area. And they're all jib-jabbing, and Penny Lane's all off in the distance. Just keeps making eyes at fucking Billy. Yep, big time. And the wife... It's so obvious what's happening. what is this broad's problem? Who is she? Who's she with? And both William... Most people at the table she's with me. are with me. So Noah gets up and goes over to her and he's like, you got to get the fuck out of here. You don't tell me to leave. And, and it's super uncomfortable. Billy's really putting it out there, what's going on, on his face. But I don't know if the woman picks up on it or not. For sure. He thinks she does. Yeah. She's not grilling him. So then they, Kate That's Hudson, bookmarked for
1: later, bro. It is. She that's...
0: storms off. William storms after her. He's checking cabs, he can't find her, but he knows where she is. And one
1: of those people, the businessman in the cab is the real Jan Wenner from Rolling Stone, mm. who was there with at the same time as Ben Fong Torres. Okay. One the Rain Wilson I character? I think one of the founders, yeah.
0: Not the dude who calls him later.
1: Not Ben Fong.
0: No, no, because another guy calls. This is the blank of Rolling Stone. Oh,
1: I think it is that guy, yeah. That guy? Not not Ray Wilson, yeah, that okay. guy.
0: Okay. Who also looked like... The guy that, James Marsden. James Marston?
1: James, Mar- James Marsden died in
0: 1992. Really? Yeah. Well, who's the guy that was in... Uh, no. X-Men.
1: That's, you're confused.
0: Oh, well, whatever. So, uh, he finds her at the hotel and she's just obliterated. Mm-hmm. Kate Hudson. Yeah. Uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter. Blasted. Just shit-faced. Quaaludes. It turns out she popped a bunch of lewds. A pill bottle. A whole bottle. Is it the whole bottle? I think it was the whole bottle. They just show the bottle, but they don't do any indication of... It's empty. So he's like, oh shit, he calls the front desk. My uh, wife had a problem with quaaludes. And the doctor. Yeah. And so she's like, what's wrong with Billy or whatever? And, and then he takes a moment. He's like, heck, you're not going to remember this.
1: This is fucked up. This is probably the worst part of the movie this right here.
0: This is questionable. I love you, he says. And then he goes
1: to kiss her. Yeah. Kisses her. Can't do that.
0: You, like, you're trying to, he's like, stay awake. Don't go into a coma. Um, but I'm going to smooch you.
1: I mean, I guess, like, if she's never going to kiss you in your life, you. I mean, still, no. Well,
0: just wait till she's dead. <laughs> 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 uh, I mean,
1: he does save her life, but it's like, it's, does. It, I guess it's gross in that they Last presented.
0: Time the DJ saved my life.
1: Do they kind of present it as a romantic moment, right? Yeah. It's supposed to be like charming and like. But, like, I mean, if it was just, like, a real sad, like, I'll never kiss you and this is my one chance to mm-hmm. kiss you, I'd be much it, better with that.
0: Because then it gets even weirder once the doctor guy shows up. Because mm-hmm. they're like, what What did you take? What did you take? And they trying to pump her stomach.
1: I love how brutal this is. This has always stayed with me, like, how ugly and brutal the stomach pumping well, but that's the is.
0: weird thing is then William sits down and is watching it from the other room. And they're focusing on, like, her leg movement.
1: Oh, do they not show them... Having her swallow the, they the, do tube? the tube, yeah,
0: and everything, but they cut to like the 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 kicky legs towel, okay, or whatever falling off of her legs, and it's like a weird. There's music playing, and yeah. it's like, is he like ogling her legs? Do you think so? It's,
1: I feel like everything's just kind of hitting him.
0: He's. If that's he's seen a lot of
1: ugliness and sadness. The look
0: on his face doesn't convey that. Okay. It almost seems like dreamy.
1: Towards the end of this shoot, he's pretty punch drunk because, you know, they sent it, they did it chronologically. They beat him up? No, but I mean, he's been in like every scene of this fucking movie. Oh, sure. For a long time. Sure. This is a long shoot. It was like 96 days? I think he said it was altogether like seven months of his life that he sunk into this sure.
0: movie. Yeah. I, it just felt weird to me. Um, I guess she's fine because they're walking later on, and uh,
1: that charcoal man soaks up fucking everything.
0: Tells him, is that what they did? Yeah, because they, they were like, you gotta we gotta put liquid in your stomach, and yeah, they're, they're, using they're pumping that
1: squeezer, and in there. yeah, it's full of that was charcoal just full of water. Nah, man, it's charcoal. Well,
0: so she's like, my name is Lady,
1: lady Lady Goodman,
0: right? My mom wanted me to marry up or whatever, and she's like, I'm gonna go back to San Diego. I think
1: they're from the same town.
0: Yeah, so then they're at the airport. And she's on the plane. Now, let me ask you this. Sure. Right before she turns to wave. Yeah. Because she's just on the plane. She's mimicking the stewardess talking and shit, doing the the spiel Mm -hmm. about saving your life. And then she has a moment. Do you think she remembered that he told her he loved her in that? Yeah, I think so. Instant? Yeah. Because it's not really touched on. I think so. There isn't like a flashback. Because then she's looking out the window and he's just running through the tarmac. Which again, the 70s, no way would he be allowed there now.
1: Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you didn't, yeah. I think back then you do whatever you you'd want. Do whatever,
0: you could walk on the fucking plane if you wanted to.
1: Yeah, that's totally the realization of remembering that, right?
0: Which is weird because when I was flying back from San Francisco, my flight was supposed to be on a Saturday, and then there was a huge storm here. So they canceled the flight. Mm-hmm. And everybody, like a line of people, was waiting to get rebooked. And I just took it upon myself to call this number that was attached to my confirmation email from my original ticket. Mm-hmm. And I got through to dispatch the operator and they were like, Oh, it looks like there's one seat left on this exact same flight tomorrow. Uh, we'll get you on that. And I was like, Oh word. Weren't you with Callie or no? Well, she was going to stay an extra day to hang out with her friend Glenda. Is this where you stayed in like a camper? A boat, a houseboat. Huh. We stayed in her family's houseboat. <laughs> yeah, I remember this. Yeah. It was insane. I mean, it was like, for a couple of days. It was weird because there was, like, something that kept banging. Like, a, the rope on the mast or some mm. shit. It was, like, hard to sleep. And the bed was, like, the dog's bed on a wooden galley. It was extremely uncomfortable. For two
1: people? Yeah. Good times. Yeah. I remember putting two people on my twin bed when I was in college. Boy, that was
0: bad. I mean, it was romantic still and nice. Yeah, um, but a tiny bed's no good. And it was February, too, even though we were in the Bay Area. If there's a northern wind, it's cold. If there's a southern wind, it's warm. And it was a northern wind while we were there. So you're cold. Yeah.
1: So being smooshed together was
0: better? It was. It was. But when I then went back Sunday, because she was staying a couple extra days to, to spend time with her friend. Yeah. Who didn't come until we had already been there for a couple of days. Glenda.
1: Yeah. Good witch.
0: Yeah. So my flight leaving, they they were in the terminal. And they're like, okay, everybody on this flight, actually we're gonna take you downstairs, get on a little bus, and drive you out to the tarmac, and we boarded the plane from the tarmac, like one yeah. of these old timey movies. Yeah. It was pretty cool. That's kinda of fun. Yeah, it was a small plane too.
1: Not that cardboard tunnel that you normally
0: watch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was like this is boss, man. Yeah. So that's my little story. But so then he goes back to the band and they're on the plane again and Like, where were you last night, bro? We hung out with the Who. Is that who it was? I don't know. They mentioned a popular band, and he's like, "Oh, Oh, it was just around Dylan, right?" We're thinking of Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. So the plane's flying, and then all of a sudden, it's just being racked. (laughs) Yeah, this whole sequence, man. (laughs) The pilot's like, comes flying out of the cockpit. We've on the tail end of an electrical storm. We're gonna have to land. We gotta find somewhere to land. Yeah. And Billy Crowed up singing like Richie Valens and. Then he does, like, a big, big bopper thing. Yeah, it's
1: not funny. Right? No, it's not. I wouldn't appreciate that.
0: Yeah. And apparently this is based on a real story. Yeah. But it's never been corroborated, um, where they were going down.
1: It's not and, on my paper.
0: And um, everybody thought they were dying. And one guy admits um, to having an affair with another band member's wife. Ugh. God damn another guy are we the party boys just over here drinking <laughs> beer and burping yeah burping sots, man fucking
1: party boys uh dial uh,
0: us up so all, they're about to go down and billy's like you know what man i love you guys i never said that enough
1: and then jason lee's like man fuck that, you yeah yeah
0: <laughs> but before that then uh jimmy jimmy fallon he goes. I saw. Th- I think I've seen this before. On the I clip. like this quite a bit. Uh, I, I was involved in a hit and run in Illinois.
1: I think it's Wisconsin.
0: Wisconsin. Kenosha, Wisconsin. I hit a man in my car and I just left. Man, not a day goes by I don't see his face. <laughs> the fucking the comment where he says I don't see his. I see his face. Yeah, it's like oh man, Jesus, yeah, he's this dead. His fucking face I don't know he if he's alive. Dead. I don't know if he's dead. I don't know what happened, man. So then Jason Lee's like, "Fuck it. I slept with your girl once." And uh, he goes, this guy? And Jason's like, fuck you, man. You never. Is she uh, She's on the plane with them. She right is. Now. And she's trying to drink her champagne. And, and he's like, you know, man, you always act like you're just too good for us. And you're going to leave. And you know how we have to feel about that. And then he's like, you treat Penny like shit, man. That's where I was. She was dying, bro. And and then and then all of a sudden, the drummer? Yeah. He goes, Old, yeah. I'm, I'm gay. I'm gay. <laughs> I'm a gay man. And then immediately everything's fine.
1: That's the only thing he says in the whole movie. It is. He has yeah. no other lines. There's a moment where um, Williams interviewing him in the extended cut. Oh, okay. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> he that... just he like thinks and he's tapping his sticks together, and that's
0: <laughs> that's the whole scene. Because yeah, something. he doesn't even sing "Tiny Dancer." He's just yeah. playing the, the, his feet. He's funny. That feels like very much like a, a spinal tap kind of a gag. Yeah. Right. So he's like, I'm gay, and and then they're like, ah, oh, the pilot's like, we're gonna make it. Dude, this is crazy. Cause like, okay, yeah, we were for sure gonna die, but guys, we're actually gonna live. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's like, okay, I mean, you came out and no big deal. Uh, Jimmy, we should talk about the murder you may have committed. That's we're not coming back from that one. No, and they land and um, pretty awkward. This is the end of the tour, right? It is.
1: Oh God, yeah, because they're walking William through the vomits. terminal. William vomits,
0: and then they stop. That's and it, man. Billy turns and looks at him, and he smiles. And he goes, write what you want, bro. Right, and then as it should be. And then he's just fucking blasted. Goes home. Well, he's. Oh wait, no, he runs into his sister. She comes walking up.
1: The look on his face—he is so destroyed. Like he looks like he has been doing uh, the cocaine for like three days straight. I mean, some of it because he doesn't.
0: Drink or do drugs.
1: No, I don't think he ever does anything. Yeah.
0: Some of it, I think, is. They
1: never show any drugs other than like marijuana. There's Did that you notice one bong
0: that? long sequence. He takes the acid. Oh,
1: the acid, sure.
0: But yeah, no, you don't I really feel see. Like, I feel anybody like cocaine is there. Joints, anybody doing. There's that Coke. moment where
1: he's trying to get the the interview with Russell. Mm-hmm. He's like, "I'm in too truthful of a mood." That right. sounds like a cocaine. That thing. That could have been a cocaine thing. I don't yeah. think they they don't touch on that though. No, they don't. It's kind of a wholesome movie, a little bit, even though there's to some extent tits and drugs and
0: alienation. Th- are those K- is that Kate Hudson? Yeah, the short of boobies. Those boobs, because I'm like I didn't think that's her. Yeah. Um, but then when I was reading trivia, they said, "Oh, there was a moment that wasn't in the script. We were just being loose and." She it's, says she flashes her boobs.
1: Oh, really? No, dude, that's her. With her, her, she's not wearing a shirt, Cameron, right? Her no, she's just a
0: coat on. Yeah, yeah. And then Cameron Crowe is like, "Hey, by the way, I don't know if you noticed this, but your boobs were in here." And he showed it to her. And and it should like, be. What do you think? And she sat on it for like a week. And then she's like, "Yeah, you know what? Just it put looks it in good. There,
1: like it's not like I mean, it's not really sleazy. It's a nice moment."
0: So Zoe just yelling at William uncontrollably, <laughs> no. in ADR at that. She's like, what do you want to do, bro? We can finally hang. and We can go wherever you want. And then they go home.
1: Yep. She repairs her relationship with her mom. It's
0: really tender. Oh, her I Mom never... goes into... Oh, what were you we going to say? Well,
1: I was going to say, we never did talk about the extra scene with her boyfriend that comes back uh, oh, in the right. beginning yeah, of the movie. They yeah, that? You say... Um, it's, it's supposed to be Freebird. I think it's before... They meet up with... Is it Freeport or Stairway to Heaven? Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven, okay. Before he meets up with Philip Seymour Hoffman for the first time, he's, like, working on something oh, writing. Oh, that early in the movie? I think so, yeah. Wow. He's He's working on something in writing, and then there's, like, a knock at the window, and he comes in there, and, like, he just kind of, like, looks around the room, and he's like, you oh, know, I'm just missing my, missing your sister, and, like, I just thought I'd spend a moment in here. Well, she left him? Well, like, she moved away. He still lives in the town. The boyfriend.
0: Oh, did he just give her a ride?
1: I think so. Oh, weird. And then he like just goes and like sits on the bed. And you can tell like he's reminiscing about fucking the sister. Oh, and then he's weird. like, The things we did in this bed. And he's like, Ah I don't need to hear that. But it's like a really <laughs> it's a pretty funny scene. Oh, that's bizarre. Then that he came to reminisce about fucking his sister yeah. and being in a relationship with her. Because she just goes to be a stewardess. Yeah. That's her thing. hmm um, sorry, we'll return to, uh, he's back home. Yep. Crashes his in his bed. Rubs
0: his head and it looks like he was expecting a, a little bit more. She just goes right to Zoe.
1: Well, yeah, I, I think he, he brought her home to like repair it, but mainly to deflect off of him for all that he's done.
0: Yeah. So he goes up to crash and, and it and, works uh, perfectly.
1: And, 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 she and, leaves and him alone completely.
0: Francis McDermott, she sidles up to Zoe and they're doing this weird back and forth mm-hmm. like, oh, what? Oh. and she just grabs her and brings her in. And Zoe makes, like, a really weird noise because of the, the hug. <laughs> and the mom goes, I know. Or, or some <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> and then they stop. And then Zoe's like, ah, oh, fuck it. And she hugs her again. And she goes, oh, I forgive you. And she's like, I didn't apologize. <laughs> and then she's just living there. I
1: I don't know if she's living there. Is it immediately I think it's, the next it's, day? Yeah, it's like her leave.
0: Okay. Because she does say, I'll catch the red line back or something. The red, eye? Red the red eye? eye the red eye. Not the red line. Yeah. It's a
1: bike. <laughs> um,
0: so then Billy... He has the no, conversa- no, no. He's su- on the last night of the show, the tour that he's there. Oh, yeah. He's supposed to send his notes to Rolling Stone. Oh, boy. Yeah, we skipped a whole bunch. And apparently he does. We don't see that. I mean, he's they like,
1: explain the, the machine. It there's can... a new machine. Eight, one page, 18, 18 minutes. minutes.
0: Yeah. But, but then they're like holding his notes at the end. So, I'm like, did it photocopy his notes onto small pieces of paper?
1: I think it's a fax machine, basically. I think it scans a picture of it and sends it right, over. Right, the then it
0: should just be a, a white piece of paper. Yeah. But the gal, she has all of these little
1: notes. Oh, yeah, that makes no sense. And okay.
0: he goes, well, you told me to send it. It's not done. Yeah. So, maybe he brought it, and we just didn't. I don't know. He's then... When does he go to Rolling Stone? Because it seems like Billy shows up while he's still recuperating in bed.
1: He stops in San Francisco at the Rolling Stone offices before he goes home.
0: After Kate Hudson, but before he, we see him with Zoe.
1: Right, I believe. Is that
0: so. why he's all fucking deflated, maybe, and fucked yes. up? Yes. So he goes to the office, and they're like, "This is like a puff piece at best."
1: Are we, and then he says, "It's not done." Give and me then the night. He, like anchors himself and i think he's in like a hotel he calls working Hoffman on it in,
0: and he's like dude i i don't know what to do and he's yeah. like you became their friend right that's the drug they serve you
1: dude the my favorite one of my favorite one of my biggest laughs in this movie is when they're having the talk and he's like don't be their friend blah 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 and he's like what are you listening to and he's like I'm listening to stillwater he's just, he hangs up on him yeah <laughs> that's so
0: fucking hard What's yeah like, uh, william can't do what he says so he turns in a solid article and they're like Oh man, he almost died in a plane crash. And
1: when does, yeah, I guess this timeline this confuses me too because seems
0: he, after him and Zoe meet up, it seems like it's where it should be. Then when Billy shows up, it feels like he's still crashing from when he came home. He is. So I just don't when know. Did when did he write this the article? Place. And when did
1: they, so they accuse him of making up the whole thing.
0: Right. They're like, we got to fact check. And so they call the band. And then we see the band um, lounging about outside the bus.
1: And they they find and out, Jason yeah. Lee's
0: like, you believe this, fucker?
1: And they deny it all.
0: Well, so at first, I'm shocked. Because at first, Ooh. you're like, oh, man, we can't write all this shit. And Billy's like, who cares, man?
1: You like how we got all this straight until the very end? And
0: we're like, ah, fuck. I don't I don't know when It's the, a very loosey-goosey when movie. When do the magazine get mad at him? Yeah. So then she comes back like, they denied all of it. This guy's a liar. Just they treat him like fan. shit. They it's do. sad. And 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 Ben's walking out and he goes, Ben, believe me. And he just
1: I died for your sins. Yeah.
0: So then Billy is feeling like shit, and he calls Kate Hudson and he's like, Look, I just wanna we should just say the things we never got to say. And yeah. I'll come to you this time and Who what's you? your address. And I'm I didn't catch on to this at first. I'm like, why why doesn't she know her own address? She's grabbing her book. Mm-hmm. And she gives him the address, and then he shows up, and Francis McDermott opens the door, like, "Can I help you?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm Billy Crudup," and she's like, "Oh yeah, 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 come on in." <laughs> right, and then she's like, "That's my daughter Zoe Deschanel." Um, she's very loud, and he goes, "Where is she?" Anita. And he, she goes, "Well, she's right there," pointing at Zoe. And he goes, "I'm sorry, where am I?" <laughs> that was a good line. And she's like, "Oh, you must be." he's in the back or whatever and he sees the pictures of him as a kid and he goes oh kate hudson he shakes his fist i've
1: been bamboozled
0: so she's like i knew you had potential to be a good guy or something Hmm. he likes you or whatever and so he goes into the bedroom and william's all passed out and and it's funny that you mentioned the thing about the the knapsack because it kind of feels like he's got some of that stuff strewn about (laughs) i'm sure he does dude. ice buckets and phone books It's like a weird Anything. pill bottle or something and it's like that so it's that probably the quaalude bottle yeah right and so billy crudup's like hey man you know i wanted to be with her you wanted to be with her she wanted us to be together and i'm sorry about it or whatever i called the magazine and corroborated it was all, all true. your shit and so what do you want to do bro and he grabs his recorder and he's like let's get this interview motherfucker and this wh- is it right this is the end of the movie it is it's a very abrupt ending yeah He's like, so what do you love about music?
1: Can I can I say the discrepancy between Yeah, it's a long one. Yeah. The discrepancy between all the cool rock and roll shit that we see and the vibes and just watching everybody versus what this dumb fuck uh his questions are when he finally interviews people. Yeah. It's pretty amazing how much his questions suck. Especially, it's like right about everything you see and experience. Yeah. But like, hey man, what is he, what is rock and roll to you, bro?
0: Right, because I sit down before this, and he fires off like three fangirl um, questions at him, and he's like, "Wow, look at you! You're a professional now." I'm like, "No, those are stupid ass questions." I mean, you might get good answers. Do you the have to answers... be hurt to write a bad sad song? Do you have to be in love to write a love song? Who's this love song about? It's like, I mean, it all it all depends
1: on what the answers you are get. Like the questions. You don't know, even need you can you can keep your questions a secret in your, your article that you're writing. Sure. Nobody needs to see them. You can just use the
0: quotes. Sure.
1: But uh yeah, they fucking suck.
0: So then he's like, alright, I'll give you your interview and I love everything about it. Mm-hmm. And then uh it ends. Yeah. Now in my version, it just goes to black for an extended period of time. And then the music starts and then we start seeing all the photos or whatever i play over the i cut it out immediately but i'm pretty sure there was like the polaroids sure they start showing and that was it
1: yeah Man, it's an I, enjoyable I, movie dude i love this movie I, it, I, I, you should watch the extended version you get to spend the I extra 40 minutes with them
0: i almost did that's the only version available on amazon prime yeah the two hour and 41 minute cut the two hour and three minute original is on uh youtube which is where i rented it
1: the pacing is so much better in that version the longer one no the shorter one. Oh, sure i mean it moves it's it great clip. yeah yeah the, <laughs> the extended one mm-hmm. fucking long but it's worth it ultimately if you've already seen it i wouldn't recommend it if you haven't seen it
0: i'm I mean, yeah i guess i don't really know i mean that nick swartzen bit sounds like it would have probably been kind of painful Painful, yeah, where you're like, he's talking for like 40 minutes, and then no, he,
1: like 30 seconds. So oh. they set him up as a character who's talking like a normal person and like really getting into something. He's talking to somebody, but like, and then and Bowie, oh, yeah, yeah, he like fangirls out. So sure. it's like, it's a funny transition from like a normal together person and fucking nuts in his pants the second he sees Bowie. And,
0: yeah, that does sound okay. Yeah, this is a great movie. I, <laughs> I yeah, I liked it quite a bit actually.
1: I think Crudup is fucking amazing in this. Yeah, I think he's really, really, really good.
0: Everybody's super
1: great. <sighs> this movie's firing on all cylinders. Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's I so nice to see him again. Jason Lee. Oh, really? I hate him. Okay, yeah, I do. I I'm not super into him as the lead singer, but in small kind
0: of. doses, he's fine. But in here, he's—I don't mean in this. I mean in general, I, yeah. I, I hate him. Um, but I like I him, him I was fine rats. in Mallrats.
1: I like him in Chasing Amy. I like him in My Name Is Earl. Ugh. I do find them to be a bit of a weak point. in This is the lead singer. I liked
0: him in Skate 3.
1: Is that a skateboarding video from when he was a skateboarder?
0: A skateboarding video game. Oh.
1: oh, okay. He plays
0: a coach. Okay. Character. Hey, it's me, Jason Lee. Eh, actually, I don't like him in there. Yeah, this movie's pretty good, man. I mean, it holds up. You know, there's nothing like super cringe about it in hindsight. I mean, there's a few things here and there that aren't necessarily great. It's a little questionable that, you know, Billy was probably in his 20s. And he's sexing with a sixteen-year-old.
1: I mean, when he they all are. I mean, if if we want to get realistic with the timeline, I think he's probably like thirty, thirty-one when he filmed this movie.
0: Sure, but like his character, how? Yeah, old do you how, he I is? don't know. He's probably yeah in his late twenties, thirty, maybe. He, yeah, they're not young men. I mean, they're young. He's loosely but not young based
1: men. off of Glenn Frey from the
0: Eagles. Yeah. Um. I like this movie. Yeah. You know. I'd probably give it, uh, I'm going to give it a seven.
1: Fuck, dude. I'm going to give this movie a, I'm I'm, going to be honest, I'm giving it a ten. There you go. It's one of my favorite movies of
0: all time. Is that right? Ten. You and Jesus' son.
1: (sighs) I didn't realize how much I love Billy Crudup until we started doing this. I forgot that Almost Famous was really top tier for me. I really like this movie. It's a
0: solid movie, I'll tell you.
1: Do you want to know my score for Billy? Yeah. Ten. Oh, okay. Yep.
0: Yeah, you know. He's so
1: goddamn magnetic and handsome. Yeah. And I buy him as this guitarist. I find him, I, I really like this elusive character he has. Man, everybody's like fucking triple layered in this and interesting. Man. I love all the characters so much.
0: Double 10, huh? That's insane. 10-10. I give the movie a 7. Um, I'd give his performance, I'm going to give him a 9. Yeah. It's probably my favorite performance of everything we've watched
1: dude it just like his eyes
0: which isn't fair because a lot of it's you know piddly paddly here and there yeah and jesus's son but uh and you know without limits and all that crap so it's not really a fair comparison but he really uh yeah man he came into it on this one
1: dude that attack when he's still on acid and he goes after patrick fugit That's a fucking powerhouse performance. I love that fucking moment. Mm -hmm. Like his detached, uh, and strong, it's not quite the right word, Mm -hmm. but on the acid, the, the post acid time on the bus Mm -hmm. when they start doing tiny dancing, the way he looks, those looks he's giving Kate, Kate Hudson. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Yeah. The very
0: first scene where Jason Lee's doing his interview. Mm hmm. And, and those two just, are looking back and forth. Mm-hmm.
1: It's amazing.
0: It, yeah. He's you know, so good. He's doing a lot of good stuff. The phone scene with him and Francis McDormand. So good. Where he starts like, cock shore up here. Yep. And then he's, he's just She like says,
1: fuck you, get real. And he's like, "Oh boy. And nobody yeah. ever calls my, me on my shit. Yeah, he's shook to his core. I have no power over you, Francis McDormand. Mm-hmm. And you think she's hot as hell. <laughs> I'm down. That sounds yeah, cool.
0: I would leave my wife for her. Yeah. I'm not even married. Well, all right. We're going to be her girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, Wait. not now. Oh. Yeah, you because know, she's okay. married a grandmother now. Cohen.
1: Oh. 90, it's 2000. Yeah. Francis McDormand. Yeah. Okay.
0: Even Blood Simple, now that I think about it. Sure. Um, She's very attractive, but that's just youth.
1: Yeah. And this. Well, I think I mean, we talked about a lot of the beauty of youth recently in these we podcasts. Have. That are probably not relevant to anybody because we are doing these out of order.
0: You know, and even like, uh, a Balk.
1: Is, I found her actually not very good in this. I was not into her character. You
0: know, it's, it's weird. Uh, now that you mentioned it, I didn't really think about this till now. Um, when she's running after the bus, yeah, relaying the pillar. Them, yeah. Like what? That's like, Way too broad.
1: But even her first, like, appearance, she's like, blah, 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 puts her arms up. I'm like, eh, I guess. I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk like this in my life, but I okay.
0: Or the, I like the I kind of like the bit at the end where she's like, look at these groupies now. Yeah. You know. Talks yeah. yeah. many no, sure about, about them. No self-respect. They eat all the steak. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um... Also, like Anna when I'm not super sold on, I like her some of the she's time. She's fine in here. But, yeah,
0: you know, she's just
1: the groupies are the weakest. Yeah, because I'm not necessarily into what they're doing.
0: Well, and I, I mean, do they're like just not. They've got more facets than you might expect. Yeah, but it's still pretty surface level.
1: Yeah, I did like the deflowering a little bit though. Mm-hmm. I I sure would have liked to experience that. that yeah, looks that nice. nice. Please, three ladies attack me. Well, and then they're like with scarves in the air. He's
0: like, I gotta go find. Billy, because they just told me he's going to get the cover of Rolling Stone, mm. and they're like, "Oh, take the laundry."
1: Yeah, and he goes, <laughs> "Who am I to you? Who,
0: who am I?" Yeah, and then they <laughs> cut to him with the laundry, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then he just cries outside the door. Yeah. Oh, this movie's so good.
0: Yeah, it's pretty damn. I good.
1: like Patrick Fugit. Do you? Do you have any experience with Patrick Fugit? I don't
0: know him from
1: Adam. I think right after this, he did *Spun*. I believe he did with wrist. *Jason Schwartzman*. Yep. Wow. *Wrist Cutter* a love story. Don't know it. Oh, really? Tom Waits is not that. Um, more recently, he did two seasons of Outcast. That's God. the other comic by Robert Kirkman, who did The Walking Dead. Oh. And that show, I watched it for like a handful of episodes and was into it. It got mm. canceled, though. I wasn't really sure what was going on in that thing. I like Fugit. He did some stuff after this. He wasn't just lost to the void. Mm. Um, Yeah. Fucking great movie. Yeah. All right hey guys, if you've already seen it, check out the extended cut. My experience during it was, this is too long. Oh my god, this is dragging. Oh fuck, I should have watched the other version because it moves at a much better pace. And then the last half hour I said, I'm so glad I spent this extra time with these people. Mm -hmm. I've never seen these scenes. It's nice to spend more time with uh, Patrick Fugit and Billy Crudup. Mm -hmm. And then this really cemented Billy Crudup in my mind as a fantastic yeah check us out on instagram at we doing filmographies on twitter at uh do filmographies that's right you can email us at we doing filmographies at gmail.com hit up that uh youtube at we doing filmographies fuck yeah we are we're doing the shit out of them <laughs> next week we're gonna do world traveler yeah billy crudup julianne moore directed by julianne moore's husband
0: I don't know if I know what that is.
1: I've never fucking seen it. And then uh, the husband also made trust the man. I wonder also if this is the Billy one that I keep up. thinking of.
0: What? Help me find my son, and then
1: no, that's the forgotten. What are you talking about? Oh, He's it. not in there. <laughs> that's with the aliens. Oh no. Uh, good night.
0: Alrighty.